Yo, Steve, what's up, man? This is Robert Ory, a.k.a. Big Shot Bob, the seven-time NBA champ. And I got one thing to say. I'm sorry, Steve Nash. What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, are my podcasting partners, Paul. I am here. And Daniel. Hooray, beer! And welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. Give us a follow on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay. Paul, what are you? Dervish of Whirl. That's lovely. How about you, Daniel? I'm at Dan Duarte one. Are we like la- are we lagging for you? What's going on, man? No, no, no. I just saw a disgusting image on um on on Twitter. Uh, our good buddy John Voida at the D-backs opening day in a Dodger fucking shirt. So, oh my god, he did that. Yeah, I had to so throw like, him off a little bit. Did you like, see? Did you hold on? Hold on. This is my. This might be my fault because last night on on Twitter he was like. Wondering if it's cool to wear sun stuff to the Dodgers uh, to to opening day, and I was like, "Why don't you just wear a Dodger hat?" I was not being serious. Anyway, go ahead, Dan. Who else is this? What, well, who else? What, what other? He, he, he well, he wore he wore a shirt, which is even worse. But whatever. You know, Did he wear I a mean, Diamondbacks hat with a Dodger shirt? Because that I I didn't even notice, but I didn't want to because I'm I'm you know it's it is what it is. Anyway. Um, follow me at Dan Duarte one, um, follow at Buffalo trace. Uh, unfortunately I am not drinking at Buffalo trace whiskey tonight. Um, I finished my bottle and they have not sent me a new one seeing as how they are the unofficial sponsor of at Fanny the flames. So tonight we are drinking at eight, one, eight tequila. Shout out to Miss Kendall Jenner, which of course we know is Mr. Devin Booker's significant other at this time. And it is quite smooth. Great taste, a little vanilla-y, uh, which I, for one, love. So go get yourself a bottle. Did you Lovely, see Dan. Love talking oh. about a book on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I did, actually. Yeah. Well, I saw, like, a little, 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 a little bit of that. But hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting now. Before you have not even actually interrupted <laughs> yet. You just were taking us off track. That's different, but I but I appreciate I appreciate you working. I appreciate you working. We're all working to improve, Paul, and I love it. Speaking of working to improve. I'm sorry, Steve Nash. Could you hear that? Did that come through okay? I don't know. I just I just wanted to play it. I just want to play it. I heard I, I heard I'm sorry, Steve Nash. Can is that part of our open? Hold on. Hold on. What'd you hear? What hold on. I, I missed the button again. I'm sorry, Steve Nash. Was it that? Who? who what the? Who is that? Paul, do you know who that is? Sounds familiar. Okay. I think you need. I need. To, I think you need to play the whole thing so we know who exactly who it is. Okay, I will play the whole Steve, thing. What's up, oh, man? oh, 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 oh. Yo, Steve, what's up, man? This is Robert Ory, aka Big Shot Bob, the seven-time NBA champ, and I got one thing to say. I'm sorry, Steve Nash. So we can put aside the little, you know, his superlatives at the beginning, but 
I, I, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. I can't believe he actually did it is all I'm going to say. I will also say that it was the best. I, I won't disclose the amount of money that I spent on it, although maybe I put that on Twitter already. I don't know. But whatever it was, it was totally worth it. And it was not that it wasn't as let's just say I've spent more on dumber things. Somebody. <laughs> yes, <potentially> you have. <laughs> argue. Somebody would potentially argue. Your wife? Yes. Did Dan leave? I'm so confused. Like, you, this is what are you guys doing right now? What are you guys both trying to just like troll me? Paul yep. sitting here staring down. God knows what. Dan's Paul. Paul. Uh, Paul. Just go on. Any, anybody want to talk about that at all? You guys got any comments Listen, about that, or is it just like whatever? Uh, I, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty Twitter. funny. I, I I said this on Twitter, dude. It's fucking hilarious. I said this on Twitter. This has to lift the curse, right? It has to. Um, because we've been cursed for I don't know how long, and then last season I'm like, okay, maybe we're not cursed, and then we went up 2-0 in the finals and fucking lost four straight. So we should have win this year, right? After that, because you don't talk about Bruno, <laughs> Paul. That was an acceptable interruption. I will just point that out. Thank you. We're good. We're good. We're good. Hey, hey, I, I, you know, honestly, I didn't even think about it from that perspective until you said that, Dan, and then actually Flex said that, too, because you guys share a mind, which is amazing, and I love it, <laughs> but I, I, I feel like, yes, I, I agree. Look, here, I'm, I'm the 82-0 and guy of this podcast. I will listen. By the way, little shout out to you, Dan, and, and Flex. For that Aussie Suns Aussie Suns fans podcast appearance, it was fantastic. It was engaging. It was funny. It, it, was it made me hours. laugh. It made me cry. It was very long. <laughs> well done, gentlemen. Appreciate now I don't that. know where I was going with that, but oh yes, to the to the curse, to the extent there is. I mean, that, look, we're not going to get oh, shit. Uh, you know what? We're not going to get David Stern to do that. So. Robert Ori has the NHS <laughs> oh, thing, God. right? <laughs> Good Lord, <laughs> it's a it's a fact. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, fucking a, dude! <laughs> that was fantastic, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Sorry, I fucking I love it. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> Took me a second to process that one, <laughs> dude. I this hey, is terrible. Hey, this can is I, terrible. Can I, Go ahead. This is terrible, and I might get canceled again from Twitter. But we're not even on Twitter right now. I feel like I was the only one, like when David Stern died, when I was the only one that was like, "Fuck David Stern." Dude, I said nothing, and that was it. That's all I did. <laughs> um, can I tell you guys a funny story about the whole Robert Ori? vicinity of the bench saga and i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast before oh, well, i don't know do. if i've told dan this story before paul I, I would assume you know this but hopefully let's, let's start let's start last season remember the whole patrick beverly thing last year during the playoffs when he shoved Chris Paul, and i you know the whole email to the nba blah 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 you know that I'm, you know what i'm talking yes. about yes it was hilarious that like, I don't some know dude which... from the league, like, <laughs> quote tweeted it. Paul, 
you know, I, Pat, Pat, Pat Bev sees, sees a guy like me and he knows that I'm, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what he's doing. Um, also I did remember, I did not tag him or at him. Yeah. In that. Which is weird. He's searching for himself. Um, but, but that's, that's beside the point. Um, if we go back, back in time to the play, what, what was that? The 07, that was 07 playoffs, right? Yeah. 06, 07, the hip check playoffs. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, we go back in time there. I, I, I sent a similar email to D Stern at NBA.com back, back then and actually got kind of a similar canned response. And I bring that up only to perhaps poke a little fun at myself for, well, as much as much doing that 15 years apart from each other, <laughs> as much crap as I got for doing it the last time around, I had a, like an excuse and a reason, like maybe it's like a bit to do something on the pot or whatever. But that's not how my mind thinks. That's just how I'm. Well, that's not how my mind thinks pod wise. That's just how my mind thinks normally. Because yeah, I did it like 15 years ago. But anyway, that was my little fun tidbit to go along with the Robert. Or- I'm sorry. Can we? I, I mean, I feel like we need to understand. Look, look, I'm not trying to like pat my own back here or toot my own horn, but I feel like the, the gravity of Robert Ori actually saying those words, like. No, no, it felt it, it. It still feels. Look, I know, I know, it's a stupid joke. I get it, but it still felt kind of weirdly therapeutic to me. I'm sorry. I kind of want to know what went through Robert Ory's mind when he got the request. You know, hey, let's talk about this a little bit because I made the request, and it wasn't just like a make the request and he does it. So I don't know. Have you guys used Cameo before at all? I have not. I have not. By the way. As an aside, but on the topic of cameo, if anybody out there is a fan of Mia Hams and wants to cameo for somebody, Mia Ham does an amazing job. I got one for my wife for her birthday, and she freaking loved it. Also, if anybody knows Mia Ham, please give her a hug for me because holy shit, my wife loved it. Anyway, so back. Yeah, to- we, we got to see it before you saw you you sent it to your wife, and it was awesome. I loved I loved it for you. Oh, thank you. Anyway, let's go back to Robert Ory. So, cameo. <coughs> Excuse me. We send the request, and there's a certain period of time where the request is like pending, and you can pay a little more to get it like, responded to within 24 hours. But they have to actually accept it. You know, they don't. They don't just have to do it. So, I sent the request to Robert Ori actually right after we recorded. Dan, Dan, you were there. Paul, you were not there, but Voida was there. I sent the request while we right after we recorded that last episode. And so the first day goes by, nothing from Ori. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. Second day goes by, I'm like, maybe I'll try to message him on Cameo. And there's an option to, but you have to actually pay $20 to do that. I'm like, I'm not actually paying money if I don't know I'm going to get something here. So... I went on Twitter and I DM'd him on Twitter and I was like, oh, would shit. you, would you DMs please? Are open? Yeah, they are. I was like, would you please do my cameo request and sent to him my tweet where I put my cameo request to him in it. And then he didn't respond. And then the next day I, re- I sent him another DM and said, is that a no? And then he didn't <laughs> respond. And then the next day I got it. So, dude, you left that part out in the group chat. Yeah, you did. Look, hey, man, 
look, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go through efforts. If I can find a way to just continue to make the request, I will. And I feel like he appreciates. Look, I'm I'll, I'll say it. Do I I look, I do not forgive Robert Ori. <laughs> not that it matters, but at the you same think Steve time Matt forgives him. Probably. Oh, fuck no. I feel like Steve Nash was like a forgiving guy, but, but, but at the same time, I can appreciate that Robert Ory kind of had a little fun with it, right? I appreciate that. Good for him. And I hope he enjoys the $55. You <laughs> hope he rots in hell. <laughs> and His smug. Anyway. Hey, smug. Oh, that little smile at the end, dude. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that motherfucker. God damn it, dude. But you know what? If that's what it takes to lift the fucking curse, dude, I'm here for it, man. It has to lift the curse. All the bullshit, the fucking winning two games and losing four in a row, all the fucking hip check, the fucking kiss of death, the packs in three, the fucking Steve Nash, bloody nose at the end. Fuck, dude. Something has to give, right? Something has to give this year. And, uh, yeah, it's exhausting, but you know what I mean. Anyway, I I, want to give a quick shout-out real quick. Is that okay? I would love for you to give a quick shout-out. I mean, I I, want to give a quick shout-out. I want to give a quick shout-out to my buddy Fernando. I know you're listening, baby. Happy birthday, baby. That shit was fun tonight. Um. You got a little faded, but that's okay. Lucky, luckily, you got a good. Luckily, you got a good woman to drive you home, so that was awesome. Um, thanks for hanging out, man. Um, and I want to give a even bigger shout out to my fucking wife, dude. She got a great job opportunity today, and she's officially a fucking boss with a capital B O S S. Uh, and all of them. them. I love yeah. You. Accepted a big time position with a big time bank to just be a fucking awesome big time person. Banker. Yeah, and I, you, you guys got to know, I met I met my wife when, um, you know, she was twenty years old. She was very shy, uh, and she made like four hundred dollars every two weeks doing hair, and now she's just a fucking badass. So, is thank it you guys Ro- for letting me do that. Is it Robert Sarver's bank? It is not, but that's a great segue because I heard he just sold his mind, hit the majority ownership of his bank. Did he? Hold on, are we done with the rubber? Are we done with the rubber or thing? Then are we good? Are we good? We I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think we're. Paul, good. Paul doesn't seem to care as much about it. Like, Paul, is there? Are you okay? I feel like I feel like that's something. That's something Paul. I feel like would have a good hearty chuckle at. Yet, yet. Here you are, just looking at Locked us. Locked on the inside. Okay. <laughs> so, tell me about Robert Ori's sale of the majority ownership. Yeah, tell us about Robert Ori's sale of the majority. <laughs> Robert Sarver, tell me whoever's, selling, whoever's, <laughs> whatever's going on. Um, I, I, I saw this earlier today, and I'll, I'll be quite honest, I didn't look too much into it, but it looks like he sold his majority stake in the bank that he owns i don't i'm not i don't know what bank it is um but western alliance bank corporation gotcha so people seem to think that that's kind of a precursor to him selling his my his majority 
stake in the Suns, but I don't really know if that's. I can get more uh, of him getting a cash influx to be able to pay for shit for the Suns. Well, thank you, thank you, Paul. <laughs> thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Welcome oh. back, Paul. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. That's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> like, um, hmm. just found the article. Or so maybe, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe he's getting ready to fund a very big defense against something with the <laughs> NBA. Maybe that's. I, I'd what be, be interested to see if there was. I'd be interested to see if there was back rooms like. <laughs> Hold it's on. It's a retirement, but. Is it really a retirement? More Probably so, not. I, I don't know that the I don't know that the the, the 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 financial industry has still caught up with the standards of the rest of the professional world when it comes to appropriate levels of conduct, if you will. Can we hold on? Can we step back a little bit? Because I totally had something pop in my head that I want to ask you guys, and I'm just going to go Wait, ahead. Hold and, on. Can. Go Sorry, ahead, dude. Go ahead. Robert Sarver bought the Suns for four hundred and one million dollars. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. I'm sorry. Continue with your point. Fuck. There was no point, but there's a question. So, we just talked about Robert Ori, right? Uh-huh. And now Robert Ori has apologized. So, oh, was so sincerely. I'll, I'll say, right? That was very sincere. Um. Biggest villain in Suns history. Ooh, I want to hear Michael who that Jordan. is for you. Michael Jordan. Why not? Last time we had a shot at the finals. He knocked us out. Uh, uh, it was last uh, year. Last time we had actually. a shot at the finals. Well, pre, pre that. Pre that. But I mean. <laughs> so, like, dude, that's okay. I mean, I'm not. That's your opinion. Your opinion's your opinion. Dan, do you, is it is yours Michael Jordan? It is not Michael Jordan. Michael um, Jordan. Hold on, Paul. Is that is anything else besides the he knocked us out of the finals in ninety two ninety three? And for what? for what it's worth, we know we and maybe not everybody He's remembers the but that was like Paul's period. that was Paul's like formative years with the Suns too, right, Paul? So that could definitely sting a little bit more for somebody like you as a young man. So anyway, go ahead. I, um, it was no. Who were you Dan saying? Go ahead. Oh my god! Sorry, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> now everybody just wants Dan. to talk. Like everybody's so polite now. <laughs> oh no! Please, after you. Oh, I insist. After you. <laughs> Is that British? Did it sound kind of British there? No, it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Twenty-four minutes. Got it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! Oh God, I love today's world. Um, Paul. Um, I think Dan. Paul was still going. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Well, I just Jordan was like the villain of the entire NBA back then. I mean, he was the guy that nobody could beat. And the only reason he the Bulls lost was because he wasn't there for better part of a decade. So I mean, yeah, he's he's the He's the one everybody hated. The one everybody went after. It's what the Suns are now. <laughs> I can't think straight because of Dan. Go ahead. So Dan, how about you? Who's the biggest villain in Suns history? To you, you know, assuming if it's Robert Ory, I know who the second biggest villain. I don't. 
I'll Do be you? honest. I don't know. Maybe. I don't probably. know. I don't know if it's Robert Ori because Robert Ori, he hip checked Steve Nash. Like it was a dirty play. Like we should have won the finals that year. It, it, yes. But what did he do on the, like, he didn't directly say, hey, I'm going to beat you because of this. Like Mario Ellie's kiss of death when Jordan was out of the league, which Paul thinks is like, that's like the biggest like obstacle. Like, okay, next year, two years later, whatever, whenever that was, Jordan's out of the league and the Suns just, it's, it's for the taking, right? And the Suns are up three games to one and Mario Ellie's kiss of death just, you know, he's like, go fuck yourself. And that happened. So it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, there's that. There's the packs in three, which again, it's just the most randomest shit ever. That'd be like if like, I don't know, campaign made like a three in the finals when we were like up three games to three games to three games to two. And Hey, hey, Dan, I don't, I, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but I just want to say you don't need to rattle off every horribly painful thing in Suns history. You can just go I mean, with the villain. I mean, I appreciate the stroll down memory lane and all, but I don't want to have nightmares. He's going through the Legion of Doom. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, and then just, in 2004, it, Justin's grandma died, so that was a bummer. <laughs> and then we had the hip check. <laughs> um, to, to, to me, the Suns... I'm, I'm going to go with recency bias, man. It's Giannis. To me, it's Giannis. We were up two games to nothing last season. Two games to nothing. And we were all at game game two. And it was amazing. Great time, right? We had a good time with our buddy Flex, with everyone. All our podcast buddies were there. It was awesome. Couldn't draw it up better. And then we didn't fucking win a game the rest of the series. And it was because of Giannis. Giannis just went fucking supernova. And to me, that's, that's the boogeyman now. It's not the fucking Warriors. It's not the fucking Memphis Grizzlies. Get that the fuck out. It's definitely not the fucking Lakers because they're not going to fucking be there. <laughs> um, but it's, it's Giannis. Man. Careful, He's don't make Justin man. get to a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Giannis is the boogeyman until we fucking kill him. We got to drive that fucking stake through his heart. And until then, man, I mean, we can all go through revisionist history. You can say, you know, Robert Ory for the fucking hip check and the throwing the fucking towel in Danny Ainge's face. Again, I'm going to go through it. We can go Mario Ellie's Kiss of Death, Michael Jordan, John Paxson. But let's be honest, man. That was a long time ago. But if we want to rewind, not even a year ago, Giannis ripped our fucking hearts out. It sucked. It sucked for me. I know you guys took more of the positive side and said, what a great season. Like, I couldn't even enjoy the season last year. Because I, I know we weren't expected to go to the finals, and I get that. But being that fucking close and just not ah oh, fuck not fucking finishing it off that <laughs> I knew that was coming <laughs> so bad I, I i don't i wouldn't say i necessarily look at it and i'm like oh hey here's the positive side of it i just don't remember there being a season <laughs> at least not the last no, four games I, so right but uh, you know a lot of people were like oh well we were or there was like the whole happy to hear, be here thing. And I'm just like, you know, that's, if that makes you sleep good at night, that's fine. But like, it's like, it's not, we were, we're not, we weren't just there. We were there and we were up to nothing in the finals. Like, look at the, look at the 
all right, all these fucking analytical people, look at the fucking odds of somebody winning a championship when they're up 2 nothing in the finals. And, like, we did not fucking do it. To me, that's the ultimate fucking boogeyman right there. Yes. So, excuse me. Excuse me. A little cough there. Um, Paul, I, I need to ask you, because you Yo. said you think you know who mine is. I want to know who you think mine is. I, I have it down to three. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I added people in there after. My initial thought was Manu. <laughs> That's a, that's I mean that's 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 a fair start. That's a fair place to start. But I now I'm like it's Bruce Bowen. That's not it. Now, now I will say, what was the question? Do I I don't remember what was it? What was it? I said biggest villain in had? NBA history, right? Hold on, no, no I want to know. Did I did I say player? I didn't say player, did I? No. So it's, it's Pop. No. No, it's Stern? <laughs> yes. It is David Elias Stern. I don't know what his middle name is. It's, oh, I thought it really was. It could be. You don't want to, you want to know why? And look, okay. You know, I don't care if you want to know. I'm going to tell you. Joel. Is it? It's Joel. That, that's, he looks like a Joel. He looks like a Joel. Okay, so here, here's here's my problem. We go back to the 06-07 series, right? This is like, we are just doing like trip down memory lane of pain right now, huh? But let's go back to that, that series. So we have the whole hip check incident. We have Boris and Amare taking, you know, a millimeter of a step off the bench, whatever. We have them get suspended, right? And David Stern comes out and he says, that's what the rule says. There's no room for interpretation. And that's it. That's like if literally, well, maybe not literally, but he used the term no room for interpretation. Now, what I think a lot of people forget is that in that very same game earlier on, there was a little kerfuffle, I'll call it. Maybe okay. it, perhaps, yes, an altercation. And during that altercation, it was under the hoop. And I can't remember who was tied up, but it was two guys on the floor. One of the guys kind of grabbed the other dude's leg or something, kind of threw it over. And a few dudes came in together. Tim Duncan took a few steps onto the court right there in plain view. And not a thing happened to him. And you want to know why? Because it doesn't count if it's dispersed. Because apparently there is room for interpretation. So either there is or there isn't. And if there is, then there should have been no suspensions. If there isn't, there should have been suspensions both way. So fuck you, David Stern. Thank you. This is a... (sighs) Cathartic? Dude, I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. Baby. Me too. So tell me about Robert Sarver selling part of his bank again. Um, apparently he's retiring in June and he's just going to sell he's cashing out basically. So I don't think that means anything about the Suns. I hope it does, but you know, he's got some big contracts to pay for. I mean, not just that, like, you know, Bob Iger, who was a, you know, 
previously what the CEO, he's the CEO of Disney or something like that. He was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got a shit ton of money. He's been, you know, he's been been on record saying he would love to fucking purchase his sons. And I'm sorry, Justin, I know you love Bobby V or uh, Bobby S, but um, Bobby you know, I. <laughs> Bobby I. Daddy's got money. You know what I mean? But, okay. So, but I guess I guess here's my here's my question. I mean, I'm gonna assume we all sit here, and obviously we all know that there's an investigation going on. But I assume that we all sit here, and we are assuming innocent until proven otherwise. Yes, I'm not saying guilty because that's you know, <laughs> like crime. But until the NBA comes in and says there was wrongdoing, I can we sit here and say we're working on the assumption there was not. Is that fair? Right. No. So why would you sit here and still complain about Robert Sarver as an owner when he has now spearheaded two of the most successful runs in franchise history? I I, spearheaded is kind of uh, that's strong. Um, Come on now. Uh, It's it's, uh, hold on. Hold on. Seriously. Hold on. Stop. Stop. I mean, he's the owner of the team, right? Justin. Justin, I love. Did you. he own the team during last, the seven seconds or less era? He he did. He also does he own, does he own team. the team now? Yes, he also owned okay. the team the last ten years. So that we dog shit. He also okay. owned the team. We were dog shit for the last ten years, dude. Okay, so hold Let's on. Let's not let me, forget that. Let part. me ask you this: You were a fan back in the '90s when we kind of were competitive, but never got sure. over the hump. Sure. So. You would rather have? Would you rather have that and no titles? Or when we win a chip this year, would you rather have no, ten no, years no. of dog shit? I'm asking. Wait, let me. You have to answer my question. Yeah. Would you rather have ten years of dog shit and win a championship? Of course, I would rather have ten years of dog shit and win a championship. I get that. Again, turn your fucking lawyer off, dude. I'm your friend. But I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. Look, the thing that scares the shit out of me. Cam Johnson and DeAndre Aiden are due for contract. I am deathly afraid that he does not want to pay them. And my here's my argument. Jalen Smith, they didn't pick up the third-year option. Why? No fucking reason why they shouldn't, other than just being cheap. And you know me. I've been on your side. I'm like, dude, he's – you know, he was – all right, during the seven seconds or less era, you know, the last 10 years have sucked, but the last 10 years were dog shit. I agree with you. The last couple of years, they went to the finals, and, you know, even if they won a championship this year, I'm afraid, like, you know what would suck if we were the fucking 97 Miami Marlins? Could you imagine if the Suns won a title this year and then they don't pay DeAndre in the offseason? Or they do a sign-and-trade where they trade him for fucking... Hakeem Warwick and draft picks. Can you imagine that shit? So It'd be a fucking disaster. So you're 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 concerned about Robert Sarver as an owner and would not want him to continue as owner because of Jalen Smith and no. what might happen after they win a championship. That's your Jesus argument. Christ. We're not we're not in a courtroom, dude. Come on. I'm just I just don't get it. I just don't get I it. I fucking hate you. Like I fucking if, hate you so look, much. Look, you can if you can if you just say just say just say I'm I I don't like Robert Sarver because I don't like Robert Sarver and leave it at that. That's fine. No, no I, I don't like but Robert But don't try Sarver to like I I just don't like fucking... it when people try to put logic behind it when it's really getting hard to put logic behind How is it getting hard to put logic behind? They didn't pay DeAndre Ayton last offseason. They didn't have to, sure. 
But are you really not con- are you seriously not concerned that he's just not, not going to pay him this year? I'm not. I'm not. Jesus. Jesus. Blind faith, huh? I mean, how much are they 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 they, they re-signed Chris Paul, right? That's, yeah, I mean, I, I want to. I guess, I guess, I guess. Okay, so then you, the argument now. So you're, you'll say you're, you're worried because they didn't pick up Jalen Smith's option. No, 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 no. So no, that means they don't want to pick because up Jalen. Jalen Smith was a no-brainer, like because he's a he was a second-year rookie. You pick up a sturdier option just because you. Okay. Nobody ever just declines it. No, no, no. But listen, Go here's ahead. my thing. Yes, like you said. Oh, okay. You're worried about what's going to happen next offseason. The fact that I'm even worried troublesome dude because everybody knows that robert sarver is a fucking cheap ass yes did he pay chris paul absolutely what absolutely. the fuck dude hold on am i in a fucking no, am no, I no, in, no, am no, I, hold no, on no, am i in, stop, hold on, wait, dude, fucking stop am, no, am i stop am it. i in like an alternate universe is He's our did our ass? team not did our team just not break the franchise record for wins in a season absolutely, have we not had dude. the one seed wrapped up for weeks absolutely, and you're complaining dude. about the fucking owner of that team yes yes because yeah, i don't trust really what can't the, be happy can they paul dude, they really because can't. i don't trust <laughs> i don't trust what this guy's gonna do god damn and it's blind faith to say okay I get it. He paid book. Book's gonna be, dude. Book's gonna be making fifty million dollars a year here very fucking soon, right? Mm-hmm. You keep Booker. You're really gonna pay Mikel twenty four million a year. Gonna pay Chris Paul thirty million a year. You really think he's gonna sign a fucking blank check and pay DeAndre and fucking Cam Johnson? I don't no, trust this guy. Man. I don't. I'm sorry. Because here's the thing: is you can't. The way the roster is structured, you can't. No, you can't. Unless you want to have your roster filled out that top half and then the rest being like mid-level exception and then minimum vet minimum guys because of how much they're paying those top end guys. And that's why, and maybe we're on the episode, but we've, we've, I, I feel like we've had this discussion. I feel like the domino like is going to fall it, it out. It sounds is, like an excuse to let Robert Sarver off the hook. The domino that's going to fall out is Chris Paul. That's what I think. You can't pay it in perpetuity, but for a short term, every champion over the last X number of years has at the very least gone into the luxury tax and gone in pretty significantly. It's part of the price of being a, you know, continuously good team in the NBA is going team. into that luxury yeah. tax and being at a championship level. And I mean, we'll, we'll see at this point. It's, we'll see. And you know what, man, if he, if he, if he does it, if he, if he pays it, dude, then you'll find rape. something else to complain about. No, I'll fucking swallow my words and be like, Hey dude, I was fucking wrong. Cause you know me, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, I can't what, wait to like, see. I, I can't wait to see Dan at the championship parade, just angry because he's worried about Robert Sarver, just storming around, being like, "Yeah, we have a champion, fuck here, fucking you Robert know, Sarver." You know, fuck you guy. know what I mean. You know what I mean. I know you're a big proponent of Bobby. Yes, I get it. But yeah, dude, I don't trust. I, I don't trust. I just, I don't, I just like defending him because everybody hates him. I know. I, can, really, I know it. I, I know that's why you do it. But anyway. I, I, dude, if the fucking Suns win it, if the Suns win a championship this season, I don't give a fuck what the fuck happens after this. Honestly, I could die a happy man the day after, or at the parade, depending on how much I drink. Um, 
because you know there's, you are there's a man me, there's you, a man that 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 recognizes reality you already told the australians that i have to drink for both of you so i might die at the parade so that's true i did my bad you know that sucks but anyway yeah if they win a championship i don't fucking care dude i don't give a fuck what happens after they win a championship they can be the 97 marlins for all i fucking care hold on, or hold, 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 marlins on. For that matter. hold on hold on shh, shh. i'm sorry steve nash i just like it i'm sorry go ahead they could be the 97 marlins Look, hey, shh, 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 shh. let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns winning a franchise record 63rd game against the Los Angeles Lakers while simultaneously eliminating the Lakers from playoff contention. <laughs> hey, Paul, amazing. Paul, you're the singer of the group. You know that song that's like, oh, what a night. Give us a little bit of that. Come on. Come on. Late December, back in 63. What a very special right time for me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a night. Do, 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 do. What a night. And <laughs> that's how I felt that evening. It was just kind of like... It was it was it was beautiful. It was it was almost as though the Suns were like, you know, if we just kind of lost a couple here, we could we could we could do a little magic uh, against the Lakers. And you know how much we like playing the Lakers. How did you guys feel that evening? What what did you think? Let's start with Paul since he helped. Uh, Sat silently he, while you guys argued. <laughs> ser- serenaded us, serenaded us with, uh, with, with that song. I thought it was yeah, since he sat silently while we, while we fought. I, I thought it was perfect. I, when we lost to Memphis, or when the Suns lost to Memphis, and then, not inexplicably, but I mean, they did lose to the Thunder, and the Thunder didn't have half of their team either. Um. And I'm pretty sure the guy who went off on us then got cut. Um, you know, I feel like to an extent it was not that they would ever admit it, but I think this is what the Suns wanted. <laughs> You're welcome, Justin. So I just saw what Paul Paul tweeted. So on. did I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul. I, I and I love uh, over the shoulder the always kiss me good night. That's my favorite part. Thank you for this. You're welcome. You're welcome. Not Dan, what did you think about that Lakers game? Um, it was poetic justice, man. It, it really was. Um, I feel like the Suns were that was going to happen. It was scripted, like Book said. The last the last time they uh, they played the Lakers, right when they dropped forty eight in the first quarter. Um, this is going to happen anyway, right? What do you say? If, like, if, if, if ifs were a fit, we'd all be drunk, right? <laughs> yeah. And Anthony Davis loved to say, oh, well, you know, I wish we fucking would have all been healthy. That dude. motherfucker, dude. That dude is the softest piece of shit in the fucking league, dude. Can, can he I? Is such, he's soft as baby shit, dude. Can, dude. I, 
growth. Can I point out also that when Book said that, uh, you know, the if, if what was it, if ifs and buts ifs were, were if ifs if, were fifth, yeah. we'd all be drunk. He he also said something to the effect of, if my if my auntie had something between her legs, she'd be my uncle. Yeah, I feel like that should have gotten a little more publicity than the the fifth part and being drunk. I I enjoyed that one. I thought that so was did cool. I. It was fantastic. But you know how it's twenty twenty two. People are sensitive and they don't want to you know put that out there. I guess. Thanks. But anyway, but we're we don't give a fuck on our podcast as much as David well, would wish we did. You know, oh, damn. Um, Paul, Dan, whatever your name is. <laughs> Excuse me while I drink some soda. It's what I do. Drink that diet coke, baby. Um, you didn't knock out that whole two liter tonight. <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> um, it, it's just it's great, man. Because Anthony Davis is he, dude, this fucking guy. Um, and just the whole Lakers organization. I mean, it's it's beautiful to watch, right? I have a I have a buddy who um, I won't say his name, but when the Lakers signed all those fucking players. He texted me. It was like because it was like I think Chris Paul like signed that same day. He's like, he's like, hey man. He's like, so two questions. One, how pissed off are you that the Lakers are signing all these guys? And two, do you think the Suns overpaid for Chris Paul? I'm like, the the Lakers. I'm pissed because the Lakers signed Kendrick Nunn. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Malik Monk. Malik Monk. I wouldn't say all these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's a and then like the, the funny part is like halfway through the season he was like, "Oh, it's not. I knew this wasn't gonna fucking work." Blah blah blah. And then I sent him like our a screenshot of, like of a conversation. I'm like, "Dude, dude, dude really? That's dude, that's that's a dude. That's a Justin move. That's a Justin move right there. You're just dumb guy. Come on." You're dumb, and it's okay. But you know, uh, you know, you, you're also born in Arizona, and you're a Laker fan, so you got problems all the way around. I got one one of the uh, one of the dads on one of my kids' uh, soccer teams. Uh, he's a he's a Lakers fan, and we he was one of the and, and you know he, he he gets sports. He's 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 smart about sports, but he was definitely one of the guys who was a. They just got to figure it out. They've got time. They've got time. And he didn't hang on to it for very long, but I don't know what it was. But like two weeks ago, I saw him like across the field and I was just compelled to yell. I go, hey, <laughs> you think it's still early? <laughs> and he looks at me <laughs> and he's like, he like just shakes his head. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> my kid's like, my kid's like, what was that about? And I'm like, he's a Lakers fan. She goes, oh, because, you know, I teach my kids what's up. As you should, but. Paul, yeah. How did how did you feel about that Lakers game? I it, it was great. I mean, it is is especially nice because the the Suns kind of like let them like feel like they had something going, and like might have been able to pull it out. And then we're like, nah, <laughs> this is what a good team is. Psych. <laughs> you know, and and. Let's let's talk about because look we could we could sit here and we could talk all about how lovely it was to do that to the Lakers but at the end of the day we knew it was going to happen like I, I'm at the yeah. I, 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 it was nice always great to beat the Lakers great to do that to, it was funny seeing LeBron like walk out at one point and then it be immediately caught that like he left and even though he had not but <laughs> no. look, poor guy just went to take a piss and everybody's like he right, fucking and, left. 
And here's the thing is, no, he should not be vilified for leaving when he doesn't actually leave. But the fact that people could do it and people would believe it says something in and of itself. Does it not? Exactly. It sure fucking does, dude. Um, but let's, let's talk about, let's talk about, I feel, I feel like he's the, the favorite topic of this podcast. Let's talk about Devin Booker. Let's talk about what Devin Booker did after that game with, with Al McCoy. You guys saw that. Yes. Of course. Oh, dude. Just making sure. I don't know if you live under a rock. So for those of you who might live under a rock, first of all, that'd be amazing if you didn't know about this, but listen to this podcast, how crazy would that be? I don't know. But Devin Booker took off his jersey after that game, signed it to Al the Legend, D-Book, franchise record 63, and gave it to him after the game, shook his hand, gave him like the two handshake, like love you kind of thing, you know? It was was heartwarming, dude. And shook me up a little bit. Oh, absolutely, man. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Just like that very phrase, I will say that before and I will say that again, just like I did right now. But Devin Booker is a guy that I see being the face of this city at one point when you think about sports. And you know what? He's creeping up there as it is right now. And he might already fucking be there. Dude. He might already be there. And, and in fact, Dan, I want to I want to bring up on this topic something that was discussed while you were on the Aussie Suns fans podcast. Boom. Nailed it. Um, Best podcasters in Australia, by the way. Hands down. Best in Australia. Austria. They just apparently Austria. don't want me on. They want everybody else. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for making it awkward, Paul. You're calm awesome. down. Calm down, Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the right Beatle? The Beatle sucks, but that was funny. I love you, buddy. Don't, don't. I love you. I hey, love I you. I appreciate being don't Ringo. Leave, Beatles leave. wouldn't be the Beatles without Ringo. Don't leave. Paul. That's, what, that's what Ringo say. Um, hey, so <laughs> what were we talking about? Actually, that's what their producer says. You said something about, you said something, you said something about what's something that was said on the Aussies. On yes, the yes, yes, yes. And, and that was about how book wanted to be here when he got drafted now we don't need to talk about that like in any level of detail here but that was an interesting thing that i did not know before and something that i've been saying for a long time and i've said this to my buddy so we, we were just talking about laker fans i've got another buddy a buddy i went to law school with who's a huge laker fan uh he grew up out there so you know hey it's not his fault right <laughs> it is what it is but he always jokes with me. He's like, book's going to look so good in a Lakers jersey someday. And I'm like, <laughs> keep, keep dreaming, bro, because Devin Booker wants to be here. He wants to be the guy that a franchise is like you think of a franchise and you think of him as being synonymous with it. And I think he's cut from that that ilk that he sees that as requiring and him wanting to remain in one place forever. And and the fact that he wanted to be here that early under whatever circumstance that might have been, I think is certainly telling. And and he's always been one to give out that obviously that perception that that he wants to be here, that he wants to be the guy uh, that, this, that this franchise is built around the cornerstone. And again, he's well on his way there. And and I, I tweeted the other day. I said something like. I look forward to someday taking a picture of my grandkids next to the statue of Devin Booker downtown or something like that, dude. I believe that, man, because that 
that kid just has has that has that feel about him that he wants to build something here in Phoenix and he's built I mean he's built something here in Phoenix and he's building something here in Phoenix and and like you said Dan dude he's got he's got he's got to be paid to be here and he's going to get paid one way or the other um and look as much as as much as I love to defend Robert Sarver if 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 it requires some other owner to come along to make sure that this team sticks together then then so be it Hey, you know what? If it requires me to like pay taxes towards the Suns being a better team and paying players, I would fucking do it, man. I don't care. I want this team to succeed. And Devin Booker wants to be here. And I think he's going to be here for the long haul. I don't even know how I got into that little subject about, oh, yeah. And this Al McCoy thing, dude, it, it, it points towards that. I mean, he recognizes, A, he recognizes what that night meant to the franchise setting a record and b he recognizes what al mccoy means to this franchise being who al mccoy is right and for a kid that's 25 years old that has everything going for him in the world to be that cognizant that aware everything literally i can't think of a whole lot of people in the world i'd trade lives with more than I trade lives with them. I mean, I wouldn't trade lives with anybody. I love my life and my wife and kids and all that, of course. But <laughs> if somebody put a gun to my head and said, "You have to trade lives with one person in the world," yeah, Devin Booker exactly. sounds like a pretty sweet choice, right? I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, dude's got the biggest dick in the league. Kendall Jenner's his fucking significant other. <laughs> Which He's twenty-five Paul years old. Giggles over there, jeez. He's rich as fuck. We're adults. And he's and he's the king of Phoenix, man. And and I hate to say it. I don't even hate to say it anymore. Like I'm sorry, Fitz. Like move aside, guy. Like everybody loves Fitz because of how he is. It, it, this is Devin Booker's town, man. It, it is. And this goes back to when he was a rookie. What was it? It wasn't even a rookie. It was like his second or third season. And Al McCoy was gonna be put in the ring of honor, and he led everybody out. At a halftime, this 19, 20 year old kid who was like, We got to go out there and watch the ceremony. And it starts yeah. there. Yeah. He's done it every single step of the way, man. Regardless, regardless of what it is. It, I mean, fucking buying the Girl Scout cookies from those little girls and just, hey, you know, he just gets it. He just does. And he's just wise beyond his years. You know, he, 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 he we saw it in the finals last season with the fucking throwback. Son's gear that I don't know how the fuck he got it, but I'm sure he paid a pretty penny for those shirts. You know, in the Olympics, well, he, he said wore he 93 was getting them from, uh, so he's getting from uh, flea markets. So he probably paid a pretty penny for people to scour a bunch of flea markets. There you go. Um, how'd you like to be? How'd you like that job? What do you do? I'm, I'm books flea market guy. Wait, I'm on the I'm on the west I'm on the west side flea market team. Hey, like, hey, I'm on the west side. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 how dare you? Because I'm on the west side. Fuck you guys. Um, what? I, I just said west side, north side. I went through the all, all directions, Daniel. Don't get so okay, don't yeah. don't get so defensive. Have it, dude. People do it all the time. Anyway. Um, yeah, man. So it goes all, all the way back to that. And this kid, I mean, he wore the what the Sensitive. 93 the 93 finals hat at the Olympics or the 90, you know, it was yeah, just, yeah. Kid fucking gets. That's it, man. And I, like I said, I have no words for Devin Booker anymore. I'm not even going to try. Um, God damn, dude. It, it, you know, I, I want the Suns to win a championship for Al. But even more, I want them to win a championship for Book, man. Because this kid has just been through 
everything with this franchise. I'm going to I'm going to step in and I'm going to disagree with you there. Al's fine, but me, me, you, Paul, all of us, then, then, then himself. Okay, just for the record. Okay, that's fine. A little salt. Because then I can finally die, remember? And Paul's like, yeah, you're the sacrificial lamb. Remember when he sacrificed me? Oh, yeah, that's and right. Said, we'll fucking sacrifice you and you can die. And I was like, how dare you? Dude, I'm going awesome. to be terrified when we win this championship. I'm like, Dan, go home now. No parade for you. <laughs> no parade. <laughs> too hot. Too hot. It's going to be too hot. <laughs> so... Anybody? Nobody? Nobody? I, I was hoping somebody would jump in with something right there. Well, well you about, said so. I thought you had something to jump in with. That's fair. Let's, that's fair. let's, let, let's say this. Um, fuck the Lakers. I think we're done talking about them. Thank um, God. The fucking Clipper game last night was weird as fuck. I, like, stopped watching when they were down 40, and then, like, <laughs> I got the notification, like, oh, my God, they lost, like, they lost by four? What the fuck? On the back of Ish Smith, Ish Wainwright. Hey, you know what's really funny? And I, I was definitely, because our group chat got a little quiet last night, I was definitely going to tweet, like, I can't wait to see what at Dervish of Wordle says tomorrow when he wakes up and sees the final score. <laughs> and then and then I did not tweet that, but Paul did wake up and text us and go, the Suns only lost by four. That was you, right, Paul, or was that Dan? No, that, that was Dan. That was actually me. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> well, my bad, Paul. You didn't that, care. Well, hey, it's... Uh... I mean, you it's were sleeping, a, it's a though, right? Perfect assumption. Yeah. I, yeah, I did not watch. I stopped watching the game like mid second quarter. So, okay, <clears throat> let's talk about the game a little because when when the Suns were getting, you know, run out of the gym, when they were yeah. down by thirty seven, I have I hopped hopped on, I hopped on my my handy dandy Fanduel app, and I was like, I wonder what the different live lines look like right now. And I scrolled down and I said, hmm, I can pick them at plus 22 and a half. And that's paying, uh, I think it was like plus 680 or something. Like that. So I did. And I was, as, as the second half was co- going along, and I did that when they were down 37. Okay. As the second half was plugging along, I'm like, oh, this is looking better. This is looking better. And I'm sitting there thinking, this might actually work out. And then all of a sudden, I start going towards the side of, oh, well, this is okay. This is I wait. I now I just feel bad like I underestimated them. And at one point, it's crazy because they lost what do they lose by? Four? Is that right? Four. Yeah. At one point when I was looking at those live lines, the I think it was plus seven and a half or plus six and a half was at plus five thousand. And like everything below that was also plus five thousand. I was like, well, that's that's crazy. Five hundred to one. Yeah, that's never and there they were. Dude, that was that was a wild, wild game. I mean, nine points in one quarter and then 48 points in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Insane. 20 man. from Ish Smith. Four for eight from three, if I'm not mistaken, he was. Is that right? Is that the highest and the lowest quarters in, like, Suns history? Uh, I don't think so. Hey, can you know, I got and and I actually wasn't even thinking about asking you guys this until just now because it just popped in my head. But I looked at it this morning and it's actually quite interesting, at least to me. So Ish, have we just been calling him Ish Smith? I no, feel like Paul I've been saying, OK, I feel like I was just about to say Ish Smith and it made me feel like we've been doing it constantly. Anyway, Ish Wainwright, 
scored 20 points in the fourth quarter last night, right? Do you know how many other how many other players in Suns history have scored 20 points in a single quarter? Like the total number of players. 12. Wait, Daniel? What? what did he just say? He got, what, 12 players? How many players, how many different players have scored 20 or more points in a quarter in Suns history? Nine. The correct answer is 12. Well done, Paul. He Googled it. Who has who who has the who has the most? <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Devin Booker. Booker. Oh yeah, yeah. Buy it. Come on, like a lot. A fair amount. So, and what's crazy is this. Um, and and I have to look it up. Maybe I'll look it up if one of you guys starts talking, which probably will happen. Is Devin Booker is up there in terms of most 20 point quarters in NBA history, and I'm talking like up there, up, up there. there. Yeah, and and. And something that, at least on uh, Stathead, where I was looking earlier today, they don't keep it past, like, 91, 92, so take that for what it's worth. But still, notwithstanding, considering still the players that are around and what have you, um, it's it's certainly uh, quite the quite the accomplishment. So, yeah, there's there's really not, not much you can't say about that kid at this point. Right. I mean, the, the, there's really not. I mean, people will try and find reasons, right? And... Let's look at the MVP race, you know, just to look at it from an outside perspective. Devin Booker wasn't even in anybody's breath outside of Phoenix as an MVP candidate. You go back, Phoenix's breath. You go back a week or so, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Magic Johnson, uh, Isaiah Thomas, everybody. They're starting to talk about Devin Booker. And the thing is, is everybody wants to annoy. The, the, the problem with the MVP is it, it was decided back in January, I feel, right? It was either, it was, it was Embiid. First it was Embiid and then Jokic. And I, I'm fucking sorry, but I don't get the Jokic thing. And this is why advanced stance can fuck right off. Um, because, okay, your you advanced Stats say Jokic is great. Jokic is a fucking phenomenal player, but they're fighting not to go into the playing tournament right now. Okay. I don't give a fuck that he's missing Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Because years ago, Devin Booker didn't make any all star games because his teams didn't win. And now his team has the best fucking record in the league. He was, he's what, been 26, 5, 27, 5, and 5 this season. And now people are like, oh, well, he, yeah, he can be in the conversation, but he can't win it because, you know, Giannis and Jokic and Embiid. Fuck right off, guys. Seriously. Respectfully, of course. Respectfully. Very respectfully. Hey, OK, really quickly. You guys ready for this? So since 1996-97, most 20-point quarters by player from top, you know, from number one down. Ready? Number one, Steph Curry, 37. Number two, Kobe, 36. Number three, James Harden, 25. Also number three, LeBron James, 25. Number five, Dame, 21. Number six, Mr. Devin Booker. Think about that. Think about those names. How many? 18. 18. 
What's the record? Steph Curry is right now at 37. So he's about halfway. Okay. He'll he'll get there within the next, I don't know, three years. Well, I mean, you know, everyone's still some of those guys are all still active, save for Kobe. Um I mean but yeah, I mean, but everybody else has suck off Steph, but he's not even playing right now, so really. Right, sure. But so anyway. Devin guy. Booker, the man, the myth, right? But hey, so speaking of Ish Wainwright, though, we see we see Ish Wainwright now officially part of the Suns roster, so he will yes. have a playoff roster spot. And as we do, we bid adieu to who? <laughs> Frank Kaminsky. Frank Unfortunately. Unfortunately. I thought it'd be Alfred Payton. No, I, I can see why Frank Frank got got it because Frank's not playing. Oh, Ever Payton at least is a guy who can physically get on the court. Whether or not but, he's but, productive when he's on the court, I mean, no. Frank physically can't get on the court. Well, okay, so you bring up an interesting point, Paul, because wasn't it recently? And I was listening to uh, Burns and Gambo today, and they were talking about this that within like the last few weeks, James Jones had said publicly that Frank was cleared to play and was starting to ramp back up to become active again. And now we see him, we see him wave now. So, you know, at the end of the day, maybe it is just a situational fit type thing because they think, okay, well, Ish and him fit kind of the same part of the roster. So let's, let's, you know, keep that type of, uh, that, that type of. And with bringing in Biombo balance going. Yeah, exactly. Or, or maybe it's something, maybe Frank just isn't there yet. Maybe he really just isn't ready to go. Uh, but at the end of the day, maybe Frank will find his way back. You know, season. like you said, Paul, didn't you say that in our text earlier? You're like, he'll be back. Frank be seems back. to find his way back here. So maybe he'll find his way back again. Um, especially, you know, if they have to fill out the roster in a couple of years with a bunch of, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, minimum, his, minimum, I, think I was going to say minimum wage players. That'd be really that would be really trouble yeah. then. He got, he got paid for the full season. I wouldn't be surprised if the players like give him a cut of the playoff money. Um, he get, He's going to get a ring no matter what. Because um, apparently that's decided by the players who gets cuts. Because I remember, I think it was Dallas one year, they like voted to not give Rondo a cut. Like, like he was he, on the team. He was there and they said, no, you do not get paid. <laughs> that, that can't be. That, that, yes, 100%. It happens. There has to be like a side pool then, because I feel like that's got to be in every contract. The, no, the play, the playoff money is different. It's separate. You get like a pool of money and then it gets divided up. Oh, okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if, cause I know this, I know all the, the players love Frank. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a cut of that money. That Even seems weird to me. Team. It seems weird. So how do they, how, like, how does that work? Like, you, you no decide idea. this person like, seems very difficult to get guys to agree on who should get what amount. Right. I feel like yeah. that would be tough. Sure. They don't just split it evenly <laughs> or it's like survivor. Like Rondo got voted off. Yeah. No, I, I've got, I've got the, I've got it right here. Oh, you got it. Rondo, who was acquired by the Mavericks in a blockbuster trade in December, left the team after the first two games of the first round playoff series. The Mav announced that Rondo had suffered a back injury, but a source said that the team and Rondo actually reached a mutual decision to part ways. 
the other 14 players on the roster even divided the $208,000, which is awarded to teams that lose in the first round. Uh, players determine how the team players determine how the team's playoff shares are divided. The players did not vote to exclude Ron of the source said they were simply presented with a list that did not include him and there were no objections. Okay. So, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. And so basically it's like, they don't actually decide and allocate. <laughs> you could basically, it, there's probably just a, yeah. Okay. Everyone gets an even cut except here. Somebody just probably got a hint and the players didn't want to overtly vote and say no. So it just got right. it, you know, slid through. Okay. Right. Well, but I, I could, I could Plus see he the, left Suns. the freaking team. Right. <laughs> I mean, but I could see the opposite happening with the Suns that they actively add him to I that list and say, you know, we're all going to take a slight cut to get him an equal share because he was here with us the whole season. The only reason is because of stupid rules that he's not here with us now. Which I would love to see him sit like the, the team to buy him a seat right behind the bench for every single game. That would be and funny. So, so he's there as much as he physically possibly can be. That would be great. Absolutely great. Daniel, any anything else you want to chat about on this f- fine, fine Thursday evening fanning the flames episode? Sorry, my, my 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 headset is getting all weird, so I'm trying to I'm trying to manage that while still talking. Uh, no, man, just real quick question. Um, playoffs are coming up, obviously. Uh, who do you guys any preference in the first round? I mean, I'm, I know I'm not worried about anyone, but anybody you guys would prefer to play? Because I I mean I would, to be honest, if it was me, obviously like the Spurs or the. Uh, or the T Wolves are on the top of my list. I don't want to play the T Wolves. I want yeah I want the Pat, Pat Beverly Bev. thing. Right? I want Pat yeah. Bev anywhere near my team. Uh uh-uh. uh. Good point. It's a good point. That's that's the only team I don't like. That's that's the only team and the only reason I don't want I don't want them. Um, other than that, I really don't care. Uh, frankly, I don't care about any round. I, I just don't. I think this team's capable capable of beating any team. So whoever it is, I'm not worried about matchups. I, I and I don't really necessarily look and I go, okay, I feel like that's a better matchup than this one. I, I mean, can I? Sure, but do I? No, because I I, I just don't think it matters. I I just don't. Yeah, that that's where I'm stuck at because they're you know I've been asked and I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter, man. We're beating whoever the fuck is in front of us. What about you, Paul? What do you think? It's a good question, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about anybody, but yeah, I don't care. Outside of Pat Bev, for the reasons Justin said. I kind of want the Clippers, because I think, like, full strength, it'd be fun to beat shit out of them. Well... Full strength meaning like how full of strength, how how full of strength. I'm saying us full strength. Hey, hey, Dan, is Paul's audio really bad for you, or is that just me? Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Oh, okay. See, I'm over here. I'm over here, like checking my headset and stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Paul, Paul, Paul. That's how you just sound kind of like a way better. 
What do you do? Hold on, speak again? Is this better? Oh my god. What whatever you've been doing forever, cease it. Okay, Poor I won't figure. use the headset anymore. He must have the same headset that John Bloom had. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Bloom, I don't know how he does it, but every time you talk to him, he sounds like he's on the radio. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> right. I love it. Like on, radio on, on, AM, on AM radio at that. That's what we call On AM radio and you're almost out of range. That's what we call commitment to the craft, boys. We we could learn a thing or two from Mr. Bloom. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not arguing there. No. Um, all right, gentlemen. So anything else we want to touch on on this episode of Fan in the Flames? Because you know what? Now's the time, if you would like. No. I mean, I you guys mean, could at least give me a verbal response would be appreciated. Um, it's just, man. This playoff run we're going to be on, it's... I'm so excited for it, but I'm at the same time, I'm a Suns fan, so I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, it's going to be so, like, I'm going to lose, like, five years off my life. Nah, dude, right? it's going to be so fun. Hey, next week, do we get to do – are we going to do, like, are we going to do a playoff preview episode? Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll know. What if we do a megapod with, like, I don't know, coast to coast and, like – And some stuff. special guests. Oh, we could do something like that. Yeah, maybe Robert Ori will join us. For... I'll DM him. I'll see what's up. What's <laughs> up, so Bobby? Um, no, absolutely. I dude, I'm still, I, look, I, I was saying earlier in the year that I was ready for it to be the playoffs. And then I thought, yeah, you know, I'm enjoying this ride and the, the ride has been great, but now we're at like the, the, this is like the end as you're kind of pulling into the station, you know, if you're on a roller coaster, it gets over, you're like, okay, well that was kind of now, and I just need to, need to be done, but we're about to like start going again. Cause that's when the playoffs start, but now we're just yeah. going to kind of, kind of get a putter across the finish line. And we're, we're, we're right there, man. Look, we've got a team that's set a franchise record 63 wins, dude. That's that's freaking awesome, dude. Just think about that. We got, what, three games to go? Three games to go. Three games to go, yeah. Think about where, where this team has come from in the past few years, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's really unreal. If you think about the trajectory that this team was on, just, just yeah. how quickly we've gotten to where we are, and how different the tone of all of this has changed. When I say that, I mean our podcasts. You know, we Dude, keep talking they, they about lost. playoffs. We talk about winning. It's 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 insane. Beautiful. It's beautiful, but it's insane. I mean, what? I mean, we they we just won 60, 63 games three years ago. They lost sixty three games. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking nuts. It's unheard of, right? It you know? is. And Devin Booker. We love you. So let's wrap up this episode of Fanning the Flames, boys. I appreciate you guys. I do. It's always fun when we do this. It's so much fun. And it's even more fun when we have this big weight lifted off our shoulders because Robert Ory has apologized. And we need to say nothing further. Right there, we can wrap this up. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at J. That's where you can find the apology if you ever want to see it again. Paul. I'm at Dervish World. Dan. I'm at Dan Duarte one. Uh, go ahead and follow the Coast to Coast podcast at Coast to Coast Pod one, and my boy Flex at Flex from Jersey. Uh, we're getting things ramped up this weekend, so look out for that too.
Go listen to Dan and Flex on the Aussie Suns fans podcast. Yes, the Aussie Suns fans podcast. It, it'll it'll so, feel like your entire morning at work. The entire thing. It's awesome. And I got to say, man, shout out to those guys, Boyd, Nate. Uh, you know, those guys are the best. Dude, those guys are fucking awesome. And they're going to the be out here in a few months. The amount of insults that just roll off the tongue. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. They're creative Boy, as hell insults, too. Boyd, Nate, and Gavin, right? Like, they fucking... And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And somebody invite Paul on their podcast, please. That'd be lovely. (laughs) And thank you for listening. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I'm sorry, Steve Nash. So far.